should, in theory, it should sound professional, but what we're actually saying. Yeah. What's the, what the content might be a little. You think people are going to be like, oh my god, that's Rob's voice. I know they're going to be like, oh my god, we could hear Rob. I've never heard Rob in 70 something episodes. We're like, wait a minute, there's a third person on this podcast? <laughs> What? We thought like, there was just awkward no. moments of silence. Rob's got his own show now. And He's we don't only know. been in Mothman episodes yeah, of say. Japanese d- bathroom demons. <laughs> They're going to be like, there was just like an hour of silence in your Mothman episode. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> it does feel like it's uh, pretty legit, though. Yeah. I can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Except mine's bigger. Oh, goodness. And blue. We're starting with that already. Blue. I like that stand. These, the ones that this, these came with, I'm not a big fan of. but It's a standard size. Yeah. I know we're going techie right now, but that's okay. I was wondering, like, I got to get a new one. Are we going to bore them right off the bat? Or? Yeah. Yeah. So we're talking about mic stands right now. And uh, mm-hmm. welcome to Parababble. This is my voice sounding professional. Out we got of our a new, new soundboard. Microphones and soundboard. Mm-hmm. We've gone high tech. And we're still what? Recording through a Zoom? Yeah, why not? Those are that's still. That's the shit. Those are, those are Low still tech, buddy. Legit. Low tech. I mean, before it was literally just the Zoom that you people were hearing us talk. Watch that be better so. sounding than the the mixer. No, I, I could already tell. I'm I can't headphones. even get over how much Rob is talking right now. <laughs> He's I just know. excited to talk. I love I love the sound of my voice through this microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in love with myself. I'm gonna talk the night yes. away. And uh, this is Parababble. Uh, it's eight o'clock p.m. and I'm just rambling about nothing. <laughs> that sounds um, about right. Alex Trebek. Yes, um, the Mothman. He lived in Point Pleasant, New, uh, West Virginia. I almost said New Jersey. That's not correct. I should be ashamed of myself. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go back to not talking now. <laughs> <laughs> Just man up the board, bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, right. what are we talking about tonight Ooh. on our on our great show here on our really, wonderful podcast, Parababble? Really cool teenage trends. Oh goodness! By the way, this is episode seventy-five. 75? 75. Yes. I feel like we should have had a cake or something. Mm-hmm. So we have a momo. I feel like we oh. need to have like a GoFundMe page for like the next 25. Yeah. We're going to do the momo challenge. To for pay for all this stuff. Episode. The momo challenge. What is the momo challenge? Is there just a challenge or is it just you follow? Well, I think it's, I think you get challenges. Oh, okay. So yeah. we're going to talk about this whole, uh, craze that's going on with Momo, which is pretty much out of the loop now. I mean, parents, once it hit national news, it kind of calmed down. Yeah, but I feel like these things go in spurts, you know, and um, it'll be a year or two, and then you won't hear anything, and then all of a sudden there'll be a new one, Mm because this was not the first Mm -hmm. time that something like this has happened. Well, if we go backwards, we had what, Slender Man? Yeah. Slender Man wasn't really a challenge, but uh, But it did lead to some things. All right, well, we'll try to stay on topic to start this out. So Momo is the latest, like, induction into a teenager's life where they have to get challenges from this. It's like an internet monster. Internet monster. Well, it's an actual it's an actual statue. Yes, it's a sculpture. Sculpture. It was. But Momo's focusing on younger kids, which I think is really creepy. You mm-hmm. know, when other stuff has come out before, it was more like teenagers. Mm-hmm. And this seems to be targeting, like, younger kids. Well, if anyone's ever seen the image of uh, Momo, it's, it, it's, it's pretty creepy in itself. Because um, I tried to take a scientific approach to this, and not so much the challenges that happen with this thing, which... As adults, we look at it and go, oh, my God, this is stupid. 
but then you kind of stop and go, well, what about the nine-year-old or the eight-year-old? Right. That, let's face it, everybody's on the internet these days. These kids mm-hmm. have phones, and if they don't, they have access to it. Or you go to school. Back when we went to school, we didn't have all this this free-flowing of information and things that we can do. Right. And warp, warp our sense of humors through, you know, a keyboard. Well, and they're using WhatsApp. For Momo. Yep. Yeah. And that's the big part of the problem because it's not like your parents go on, check your Facebook page, see what you're up to. Right. This is just another app that you can hide on your phone. Yep. And these kids are, let's face it, my 17-year-old's got more trends going on, and that's how I keep up with it because luckily he's not smart enough to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then I just verify the information with my daughter, and then I say, oh, it's real. And then we go from there. So, can he make Parababble trend for us? No, but my daughter can. Yeah. My daughter has, uh, it's a crazy story, but she's on TikTok. She has like 40,000 followers now. She is like blowing up big time. She gets to 200,000. This girl better be turning some checks over to this guy. What's a TikTok? TikTok's an app where you go and you sing. So, say we're off topic. So, <laughs> Rob, you want to sing your favorite Millie Vanilli song? Mm-hmm. And I want to sing how my... How can I pick just one? <laughs> <laughs> and I want to sing my favorite Sam Smith song mm-hmm. or whatever. But you can sing the song, to sing with the song, do it. I can log on to you. You already have a video done up. I can, I can, I can sing the other half of the song with you. So you're doing duets in a sense. And if I'm wrong, it's not because I don't have it, but I just follow through my daughter. And we could sing back and forth, and you're already pre-recorded. Okay. And then you get followers. And then all of a sudden it starts blowing up, and you get crazy. And then once you hook on to some of these YouTubers, again, we're all this is all computer-driven because even Momo, you know, everybody, that's how everybody's finding everything through YouTube. Um, that's how it reaches out. So it was kind of like a quick story, but <laughs> yeah. So kids are going on this WhatsApp, and all of a sudden a message pops up from an unknown phone number and asks them if they want to play a game. Yep. And they go, sure. And then Momo says, give me your name, your address, your phone number, your email address, all your personal information. And kids go, sure. And then Momo says, now go stand on your roof. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They're like, sure. And they're like, all right. So this is really what this is. So they get these messages asking them to do things, and then they have to take pictures of themselves doing it and send it back to this Momo. Mm-hmm. And they think that if they don't do it, Momo's going to come and get them and kill their family and or expose some kind of crazy secret. Because I heard even, like, crazy stories that they were asking kids to, like, send nude pictures of themselves and then threatening to expose them when they wouldn't do certain things that Momo asked. So there's, like, all these, like, crazy things. And it just is um, mind-boggling to me that someone at any point would go, yeah, sure, here's my personal information, and I don't know you, and you're creepy-looking, but, yeah, I'm going to see where this leads. Don't you just feel like when you were a kid at that age, you would have been like, no, heck no? I probably, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, feel, so. I don't know what the deal is where it's, like, didn't your parents ever tell you, like, don't talk to strangers? Like, yeah. don't take candy from a stranger. Don't get in a stranger's car. Um, I feel like just because it happens on the Internet, people aren't having that same kind of conversation. Because they're hidden. Well, and now it's like, but even, like, I don't know, we had chat rooms when we were growing up. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, did your parents ever tell you, like, don't talk to weird people in the chat rooms? That might be the first people I talk to. <laughs> Just because they're interesting. This is Chris Hansen to Catch a Predator. Yeah. So it's like psychological warfare is what a lot of things are saying about this kind of stuff because, like, it starts so small. And, like, you know, you get things like wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning, watch this video that I'm going to send you. And they do. Yeah. And then it just builds and builds and builds till people are doing, like, these crazy things. So a little bit of this is you can mind control the kids. And I think the other part is, you know, fear. everything is fear-driven in society anyway. I'm going to go on a limb there. It's fear-driven, so these kids will respond to it. Some of these kids who actually have their wits about them will do it as, ha it's a challenge, it's funny. Um, what's the next thing, you know? What's the next big thing that you're going to try doing? They always want that next level. And, you know, depending how it's, depending how it's angled, that's where you're going to get your most responses, you know, if it's a young kid or it's a you know, young teenager. But my thing is... So can I take a picture of this Momo and then just like text it to somebody randomly? Is that how this is working? Is that the gist of this whole thing? Yeah, pretty much. So it's not just one person. No. It's several people just taking that image and just using it to their benefit. Well, it seems like it would have to be several people because there's so much of it going around. I mean, for one person to be responsible for keeping track of all of this, you know? Yeah. It would seem pretty... And do we know if any of this is actually happening? Because I know that was another big thing. They were saying it's a hoax and no one's actually done this Momo challenge. Well, I did see some screenshots of text messages on WhatsApp. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't very, like, anything really explicit, but it did say, you know, references to things like Momo and, you know, give me your personal information. Give me this, give me that. Um, You're going to do what I tell you. You know, it was, like, kind of weird stuff. And I think that's part of the the hype that gets built around these things, you know? So each one of us can have a Momo. We should try and find Momo, and like, right now and contact Momo. And each one of us can... <laughs> well, you have to download the WhatsApp. You lost me. <laughs> okay, and then you go... That's the first thing. And then you have, what, a picture of Momo? Well, like, as your... So there's two ways that this is happening. So supposedly... People were like posting videos that kids would watch on YouTube and they were splicing in messages from Momo. Okay. So like you click on a link that you think is like unboxing of, you know, I don't know, whatever toy that you're really interested in. And it would start with that video and then somewhere along the way, like Momo would pop up on the screen and be like, do this, do this, do this. Or I will kill you. Yeah. And kids would, like, freak out and mm-hmm. do, like, whatever it was because they okay. didn't realize it was not, like, live happening right then. There. It's creepy because, like, uh, when I heard, heard about Momo a couple of weeks ago, I was just, like, I was at work and I was scrolling through, like, the news website. And uh, there was just an image of Momo as, like, the headline on the news website. And I'm just sitting there at work scrolling through the news. And I'm like, oh, my God, I almost <laughs> fell into my chair. It's, it's creepy as shit. Well, <laughs> that made it to national news. As you know, did a skit on Momo. Oh. Yeah, pock yeah. pock. Yeah. The, the chicken. Yep. <laughs> I didn't see that one. And the, the whole thing, like you just said, Rob, you you jumped back because it was like, whoa, if you stare at that picture long enough, your your brain, and this is the scientific end of this, your brain is like, it, when it ghost hunts and you see a picture, or you can't, your brain's always trying to put it together what it is. 
The problem is it's the sculpture of this bird, but it has like kind of like a human face. So your brain can't get a, a direct bead on it. And what happens is you're like, ugh. But once you start to, the way they said, this is an article I read in um, Popular Science. Once you start to figure out what you're looking at, it'll all come in and you'll be able to, it, it's not scary anymore. Because when it starts out, it's like what they call it, the, uh, the uncanny valley that it's in. It started in the 70s where you just couldn't, couldn't wrap around it. Now, they say if you watch it, initially it's going to scare you. You're going to be like, oh, what is that? And you jump back and you're like, oh, my God, oh, my God. Now, go back and look at it, and it gets easier to accept. And your brain starts to put that into its own gears. And that's kind of how this thing is working. And um, I didn't write down the name of the guy who actually did the sculpture. But I saw a picture of it in his apartment. And it was falling apart because he's had that thing around. He's an art student. And he destroyed it <clears throat> because he realized once it took off what it was implicating and what was happening and how they just took it. But even so... He could have sold that thing for a lot of money. Oh God, this guy could have probably... <laughs> yeah. But the whole thing with this is now... Did that guy even see that as being scary? No, I think that's the whole mm -hmm. thing. It's like someone came across the picture on the internet and they made a meme and this whole thing kind of started and took off from there. But it's not the first time something like this has happened. So it's almost like, you know, a cultural kind of legend that yeah. starts and then, you know, mm -hmm. it's just every generation, every couple of years, somebody seems to have something like this. Yeah. Slenderman? Yeah. I mean, that started off as like a game. It was like, a, it was just a creepy story. Well, it was, yeah, but then they yeah. had the game that kids would play, and then, you know, oh, yeah, Slendy yeah. would come and try to find you in the woods. Mm -hmm. Remember the game? That like, was fun. When it first came out? I never beat it. Kids were, like, addicted to it mm -hmm. and used to play it for, like, hours and hours and hours. And it was very um, primitive, you know, like the yeah, gaming was wasn't. Simple. Yeah, and there was really no object except just get run away from Slendy. <laughs> yep. Find the pages, I think it was. But these things, like, take on a, a life of their own. You know? And, and I mean, the, there was two girls that almost murdered another girl because of Slender Man. Yeah, the, the, she was stabbed 19 times. Mm -hmm. And that's how that whole... She somehow lived, but... Yeah, but they, they put that whole Slender Man into gear with that because, oh, they made me do... You know, that was their yeah, alibi, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that... that See? And I got a little side note down here. It says, the internet has the ability to warp a belief system mm -hmm. because... Everything we do these days, unless you're old school or you actually like it, when you go to books and reading and getting knowledge that way, you go to the internet. Who's who's filtering out the truth? Who's filtering out whatever to, you know, where is that true documentation coming in? Where is the true facts coming in? The lines get so twisted. You could take one subject. You could take, I don't know, you know, ghost. Ghost is a perfect example. This is what we do. How do I believe you, Allison, that you saw a ghost. Well, I said it because I put it up here and this is this is this. Well, okay, well, we all know that anyone who ghosts hunts that probably like 90% of us might have not seen anything like that. So what makes it so special? So, you know, you, you try to believe what I think you attach to. Well, I think the internet... Like, this is not a new phenomenon. And I remember, like, even being a kid when I was in elementary school and our schoolyard, like, went up to a fence. 
and every once in a while you'd see like something random over on the other side of the fence like a shoe or something and there would always be stories about how there was a black panther back there nice. that would eat kids Even or nicer. there was like you know a guy that was like stealing kids and like there was always these stories that had yeah. absolutely no basis but kids would tell each other these things and you know you would believe it because it would be passed on and all those things when you think about this it's the same exact thing it's just the internet is a bigger scale so there's more oh, yeah. people hearing that story there's more people interacting yeah. about it and there's more crazies or sickos to make it real well that's can... i think the thing that we're like yeah we all know like this is crazy and this but like really let's think about the idiot that's out there that's telling these kids to do these things like yeah. how messed up do you need to be right. is this like the new generation of serial killers like they're yeah. doing everything through the internet yeah I would I wouldn't say no to it because I mean is this how it starts you know they're, they're not like out in the woods right. killing the animals old, anymore the good old days where you got like <laughs> yeah. you, you know mugged and dragged off the trail somewhere yeah. now they're like getting nine year olds to jump off of houses and I yeah. mean it's crazy well in even that sense too because you like you said you can you can videotape and do just about anything you can make anything believable yeah you can and there's so many people who are out there who want that recognition that record you know just go to youtube all these youtubers these young kids you know they're millionaires now because they've they've challenged the system and they you know it's, it's ridiculous when you see like a 19 year old with a a two million dollar mansion yeah that he lives in and he's all done that through other people living through him and you know going that route but and that's what makes me so scared for society because what what is that kid going to do when he can't do that anymore and he's got to like live a real life well, that's exactly it. <laughs> it's like, you know, like... <laughs> my son's my son talks about it. A lot. We just had a discussion the other night about this, that you can't believe everything. He'll come home and he'll have stories about this, this, and this. Well, it's over. I'm like, he, there's always a little bit of truth in every lie. There's always a little bit of a lie and the truth. You, you you can look at any which way, but he'll come up with these like crazy stories, and I'm like, stop. Take your time and think about what you're saying that might have stemmed from something this big and now it's this big and i said did you ever sit down and whisper in someone's ear and tell one story and say hey i'm going down to the corner store but when i get there i'm going to change the light from red to green and then i'm going to jump over the mailbox you tell the next person that same story that same line you tell another person you sit in a circle and i said i guarantee you by the time it comes around that story will be completely changed it will be blown up. And I said, that's how you have to view the internet. Unless you really know where you're going to look for stuff, like documentations or stuff that has some validity to it, you, you can't. And this, I think, you know, it's a little off topic, but this is what we're, we're up against, you know, all of us. You know, the youth that you raise is a whole different group, a whole different breed now. We've all come from a factual type of system. And in, in order to be lied to or diverted, it had to be through paper, through books, you know, through secret little societies. Now, I can go and I can make a I Hate Allison page. And I can put together all kinds of craziness that Rob told me to. And then what? Now, well, it's true. Because they don't know your story. You can come out and say, no, 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 no. But majority is going to start believing the stuff that might not be real. Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy how one little thing can spark such a big phenomenon and are there things out there that are in a positive light that we've seen 
You know, has anyone really stopped and said, hey, you know what? This was this little idea here and it grew and not, wow, look at this. This is amazing. No, because we feed off negativity. Well, and I think it's it's an important thing to think about that, okay, so there was a little girl, Brain, Brain Aries or wherever it was, that she killed herself supposedly because of this Momo. And then I think there's been two others that they're associating with this, I think somewhere in India. But how many kids came across this and didn't do that? Yeah. You know? I mean, it's obviously enough kids were aware of it so that it became, you know, national news. Mm -hmm. But a lot of kids knew better than to do these things. So I think, you know, there's something good to be said about that, that, you know, it wasn't like this phenomenon that took place and every kid that came into contact with it, you know, had this issue. But it's more scary that there's somebody sitting behind the computer sending those messages, taking the time to make those videos. Like, what's the intent of that? And, you know, it it could be other kids, too. Kids are messed up. It could be. (laughs) You know? Yeah, and I don't think as a kid, most of the kids that do that, take that uh that avenue are looking to have someone hurt i i i I would hope not yeah but it's definitely about control power well this whole momo seems pretty tame compared to that blue whale challenge i mean when i was reading some of that stuff it was way more disturbing than i think anything that happened with momo was and i don't know how like that didn't become a bigger story I'm not even sure what that is. So 2016, yeah. 2015, 2016, mm-hmm. there was this blue whale challenge that was going around. And it was 50 days. You had to do something every day for 50 days. And at the end of it, the last thing that you had to do was to kill yourself. And it was almost similar to this in that it started with small things. And it progressed to you know more and more violent things. But if you go on the internet and you look up hashtag blue whale challenge, mm-hmm. there's pictures of things that kids did to themselves because they had to post a picture yep. in order to get credit for doing it. So, I mean, some of it is like super gruesome and I it's disturbing, but some of the things that you could see online where kids had to cut themselves. They had to draw blue, you know, this outline of a whale into their arm with, you know, a razor blade and post it. They had to, you know, do all these kinds of like cut your lip um, stick a needle in your arm, like all these crazy, crazy things. And kids were doing it because there's evidence of it being posted. Like you can still see it. There's a whole Instagram account for Blue Whale Challenge. And it came out, like there was, I saw some stuff that was like how to tell if your kid's doing the Blue Whale Challenge. And it was all these like signs to look for. Because some of it was just, was like stupid crap. Like draw a picture of a blue whale and post it on your account. Like, that was it for the day. But then the next day, it was like, well, now I'll stick a needle through your arm. Then, like, you know, wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning and listen to this video I'm going to send you. You can actually go on YouTube, and you can listen to... They have them right there. It's like Blue Blue Whale Challenge song number five. And it's like trippy stuff. It's like... I didn't even want to get into listening too much of it, because I'm like, is this subliminal? Like, are there messages in here that... <laughs> and we're saying young kids. We're talking, like, around 10 years old. Well, Blue Whale Challenge, I think, was a little more like teenager. Okay. Like so 14, at this point, 15, 16 year olds. At this point. But they say over 100 kids killed themselves through that. How did that now like, become a bigger story than I don't Momo know. then? That's I don't insane. Know. It didn't have a catchy little figure. It you didn't know? have a logo. It didn't have a face to it, so to speak. I mm-hmm. think that 
for a long time, people didn't really know what was happening until after the fact. Yeah, but as a 15-year-old, okay. But it was the same situation. You got on WhatsApp. Somebody sent you a message claiming to be from this blue whale society asking you if you wanted to be a whale. Kids said yes. Then they got their first thing. And it might be something as simple as draw a picture of a blue whale and post it on your, you know, your social media. And then they were in. And there's, like, stories about, like, kids that were trying to get out of it. And trying to stop doing it, and they felt like they couldn't, like something really bad was going to happen to them. Okay, that's and that's where I was going to go. Yep. Yeah. So they these kids that are doing this obviously are easily controlled. It reaches out to a, a certain group of kids that are either looking for something or feel as though they have one-on-one attention. Or to it reaches it. out to a hundred random kids and three or four bite. You know what I mean? Right. But at some point when you go through these 50 challenges and you get to 50 and it says, oh, by the way, just go, just go uh, kill yourself. Uh, a well, rational yeah. kid might just be like. But that's what they say. Like, you're so broken at that point. You're so invested in what's been happening because you're, you're engrossed in every day dealing with this. And like the kid was saying that his family basically had an intervention, which is how he stopped doing this. Mm-hmm. But it was like he wanted to stop. He wanted to not do it. But he just felt compelled to have to do, like, whatever came through the next day, whatever came through the next day. It's almost like a brainwashing. Yeah. Well, that's what they say because their addiction. Blue Whale Challenge was a little bit different because some of the days it was, like, talk with your contractor. It was, like, a contractor is what they called it. So they would Skype with this random person who was, like, supposedly either, like, the head of, you know, whatever Mm -hmm. or another whale because that was, like, listed. You can go online and see all the 50 things. Like, they posted this at... You know, are they like all the same questions each time? Well, they don't tell you what the conversations were. It was just like day seven, contact the whale via Skype. Okay. You know, and they think that that was part of what made that so much more intense is that there was probably sessions going on where kids were being broken down, you know, mentally. That's it's it's like they find out so much effort into that though. Doing this, like, was there a group of people doing it or? They still don't know. They still don't know who did it. But you think about, like, how much effort that would take to hook somebody in and keep them going for that long and to, you know, have all of the stuff that they're doing. It's like you got to be psychotic. you got to. If it's this bad, why isn't there some type of security system stepping into this? You know, if it's still out there and these owners of these apps and or YouTube and, like, you know, why don't they just say, look, these are going down. These well, are getting blocked. They did with WhatsApp. They Like a whole group of people reached out and tried to get WhatsApp to do something. And they WhatsApp basically said, it's not our problem. Like police your kids more. Teach them about internet safety. Like it's not our responsibility. They shut down Momo pretty good though. Because when I was trying to do research for this, like if you go on YouTube mm-hmm. and try to watch a video about Momo, you'll get like a warning beforehand. Like And the face is blurred out. I've seen a couple of them where they're blurred out, too. Yeah. So, yeah, they're doing their part without stepping over the whole privacy line. But if there's people dying or kids dying, you know what? As a human, as a whatever, it is your responsibility not to have people dying at your feet because you're letting some type of content come through. But do you think that at some level the parents have a responsibility? Absolutely the parents I mean, should have a responsibility. If your kid is watching, you know, something that gets sent to them at 3 o'clock in the morning, I mean, and you don't know about it, if they're standing outside on your roof 
Yeah. <laughs> That's a problem. Yeah. Well, yeah. Exactly. But, you know, kids are going to be kids. We all, we all were. We all get it. And what we need to do is exactly like that guy said. You police, police the system better. It's not perfect. It's your parent. It's not on us. But you know what? They need to do their part. But the, the shitty end of that is these uh, apps are getting hits and likes and you know, the, the advertising's there. So, yeah, they're making their money off of this in a sick little roundabout way. So they need to – not everything is bad. I, I shouldn't say that. You know, Not everything is bad on that – bad on them. So the stuff that does come in that's questionable where it leads into children – uh, pedophiles, murders, rapes, whatever, and you know that that's a, a thing that's happening, like a gimmick, you need to take it down. You need to shut it down the best way you can. And of course, you know, it'll rear its head somewhere else, but you're doing your part. Yeah. You're not letting it hang out there and saying, oh, watch your kids, man. No, we all should watch the kids because this does affect a lot of kids. But we also know as adults there's a lot of people out there that are unstable who you know can sit behind a keyboard and have the power that they can never have one-on-one -on -one with somebody or face-to-face -face in groups you know this is how these these chicken shits get away with all this stuff so to me yeah you need to step in hey i'm the owner of this what did you what what's going no done cut it oh yeah well if there was no am and 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 yeah, you guys know the word. Mm -hmm. There wouldn't be any of this happening. Mm -hmm. You know, that's exactly what it is because you couldn't get away with it. People can get away with it now because they can hide behind everything. But yeah, but you go out there and apply for a job online, an application or something. Do you know the information you got to put out there? Oh yeah. And then there's then there's this guy, uh, you know, on whatever app, he gets away with nothing. There's no content, uh, uh, control on the content yeah. of what they're pulling out for information. Well, and yeah. they said that this whole thing with Momo when it first started and asking for personal information is because then it would be able to get some info on you, you know, so they can use that and it would make it seem like they really did know who you were. Like, it's very well orchestrated. Maybe it's like the government when they say, hey, go get your DNA testing done. Let's see what, where your family tree goes. And then they're just collecting data on you. <laughs> Everyone's always collecting data. Well, that's it. That's why a lot of that, you know, mm -hmm. That's why people are like, I'm not getting my family tree done because the government gets to see that and they find out who's where, what and how. And then they watch and they run these lines. And that's that was a big thing going around for a while. That, that's how they caught that one serial killer. There you go. Mm -hmm. So now people are like, I'm not giving it up. I'm like, you saying that I'm not giving this up right now is but already 20 years past. You know, they got us tracked when we buy a candy bar yeah. at a, a store. That serial killer that they caught, he didn't do his DNA. It was like a relative of his. But, so, you know, it, it just gives the government better tracking. But th that's the whole thing with this Internet mm -hmm. and how how elusive it can be. You know, they can block IP addresses, change it, you know, you know, just uh, there's crazy stuff you can do to get away with this. But, you know, if you, like I said, if you're the owner, you got it and, and you're, it's getting too big and it's out of your hands. You need to get in there and really dig in. You know, look at Facebook, what they're trying to do, you know big Facebook is and how many people have to police this thing to get it right and they still don't get it right so what's these little little shitball apps that go out there and people find it and you know and if you ever want to know what's going on and you want to have your pulse on society go ask a 13 year old they'll tell you 
They're like, oh, this is going on, this is going on, this is going on. And I've seen it, and it's it's crazy. So that's one way to do that. And But in the same sense, if a kid knows that's going on, they know where to go. They know what to do. And that person out there, that pedophile or whoever it may be or that creeper, knows that they can get to that kid. So you think Momo's going to become like an urban legend? You think like years from now... When people forget that it was actually a, a statue that somebody made, that this story will resurface, and it'll be all about how Momo <laughs> came in through your phone or your computer and told you to hurt or yourself. People manifested Momo to be real. Yeah. Like the Philip experiment. Right. Mm-hmm. Like Slenderman. Yeah. That's crazy. I was thinking like Slenderman and Momo. Who's they're bigger? Like, they're like well, they're more real than like Bigfoot. Yeah. Because <laughs> so well, they are real. Even though we them. know they're fake, it's like, yeah. <laughs> they're a drawing and they're a sculpture. And they're doing well, things. Especially Who do you think Slender is bigger? Man. Yeah. No, is it Slender Man or... Well, I think it's well, right the demographics. Now. Right yeah. now, like, Momo is probably... Momo's in right now. Yeah, more well-known. Momo's trending. Mm-hmm. Slender Man was huge, though. I mean, Slendy, he's got his Slendy own movie. I was going to say, Slender Man's got a movie and probably yeah. a book. Mm-hmm. Well, when when books, the games. HBO documentary came out, that was when Slendy was trending, but yeah. now Momo's trending. Right, Slender so he's washed Man, up. Slenderman kind of, uh, you know, the whole teenage girls killing, trying to kill another girl over him, kind of hurt his rep. Well, yeah, that that brought a reality to it. Yeah, his movie but bombed. The reality of this is this Japanese Japanese right yeah. Japanese mm-hmm. guy made a sculpture for art class because he's an artist and it just happened to be creepy yep. and someone you know he put some pictures up and. Uh, yeah, now he's regretting that. Well, it's very similar to what happened with Slenderman. Somebody put a drawing up, and people started writing stories about the drawing. Yeah. And then the legend grew from there. You know, it was just a creepy picture that some, you know, somebody posted, and then before you knew it, he had a whole backstory, and it was all these things about what he did. So Slenderman was actually around before, and these these two girls used that as their alibi. Oh yeah. And mm-hmm. so Slenderman was first, then the murders, and that became the alibi. Okay. Yeah, he had been out, and, and they found for like years. they found articles that the girls had, and like drawings of him, and they really thought he, they were like seeing him. Mm-hmm. One of the girls was legit crazy. Yeah, like she was talking to uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles as well, I believe. I think it was which one was it? Leonardo, I think she spoke with. Which is, if this was true, Leonardo, he would never would have no. told her to kill another no. girl. He's Right. I mean, any of the turtles. Well, and Slender Man can't Let's talk anyway. He has no mouth. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they would just subliminally, he would telepathically, he mm-hmm. would tell them what to do. And, and the turtles, they would have just told her, like, eat pizza. So how do we combat this? How do we how do we fight back to these, these internet? Ugh. I got an idea. <laughs> <laughs> so this is my... Uh, oh, you really do have an idea. Oh, I really do. He went there. I love it. I love when Rob Rob takes his job seriously. This is super serious right here. Okay, this um, working name, uh, I think I'm going to call him uh, Coco. Oh, okay. (laughs) I don't know why, because, so, um, since this is a podcast, this is not good because you can't see this, but I will post it on the Facebook page. Coco. Coco. So Coco, since everyone cannot see it, so describe him. (laughs) <laughs> he he has a big grin with sharp teeth. He has pointy ears, a nose with three openings, uh, really big eyes. They're kind of cross-eyed and a man bun. Because, that means well, the man bun. He's definitely trending. Yeah, he's got a man bun. You know, he's hip. 
And he's also got a, a V-neck T-shirt with a pocket. I see that. So he does shop, or is he's, he is he's, he Amazon well, online? Well, he's a hipster. He's, he's got a man hipster already. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So what's Coco's backstory? So he doesn't have a backstory. It's a challenge, just like Momo has a oh, challenge. Oh, okay. Um, so he's very dangerous, and he will have children go through several challenges. And if they do not succeed in these challenges, uh, Coco will murder their asses, just mm. like Momo did. However, Coco's challenges are slightly different. It might be things like, do the dishes. <laughs> Study. <laughs> Mow the lawn. Mow the lawn. Shovel the driveway. Go to Grandma's house and help her clean. Exactly. Are you really going to, like... Take this somewhere and see if you can get anybody to do these. That things. would be fantastic if I could. So and you, if they, well, if the kid doesn't do what happens, Coco, Coco comes. Coco comes them. and eats them. He eats them. Yeah, he's Listen, got big sharp teeth. He's look. He's a vegan. Oh. He's a vegan, but if you do not fulfill his challenges, you will make him fail as a vegan because you so failed at life. And then he will eat you. Oh, that's that's a lot of pressure. I was thinking instead of like dying and eating, why don't you just like decapitate like body parts or something? Or you know what's a really cool story? You take one of their organs. Yeah. yeah. I'm more scared about his unibrow than I am anything else. I was gonna say oh, yeah. that is I a nasty looking brow he's he has got a going unibrow on. As well. That is awesome. Man burn unibrow. Yeah. Coco. All I right. like Coco. Coco. Yep. We're going to definitely put this up on the site. Absolutely. I love it. Coco. Arcus. Does he have a last name? Um, he doesn't need one. He's like Madonna. I was yeah. going to say. Yeah, right. Does I was going to say. Does Momo have a last name? No, just Momo. Exactly. Does Slenderman have a last name? Maybe no. he's man. No. no. Okay. But it's good. It's nice and easy for kids to mm-hmm. pronounce. Yeah, Coco. You know? Yep. He's scared. Dell definitely sticking And you're going to have to start taking head. pictures of yourself doing the things that Coco tells yeah, you. Yeah, like doing the dishes. It. Mm-hmm. You know. He's going to turn into a cannibal, even Do though he's homework. a vegan. Mm-hmm. I like it. Don't disappoint Coco, children. Ooh. He's coming <laughs> for you. Don't disappoint him. I'm going to like upload videos of Peppa Pig and like put the Coco challenge in the middle of them. Oh, my God. That's hysterical. Just like, like they were actually doing things like that, you know? Yeah. So, so there was like suicide instructions in the middle of Peppa the Pig videos. Yeah, yeah. so now kids. you can have like directions on how to make your bed. Yeah. Clean up after yourself, children. So else. there really is no way to stop this. No, there'll be another one after Momo. Yeah, and Coco. Well, Coco. There'll be another one after Coco. Mm-hmm. Do we get Coco shirts? Can we start that Coco? We Coco. Uh, Coco is loco. 2020? Oh. Coco. That's his tagline already. Coco nice. is loco. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Coco is loco. There it is. There it goes. Right underneath the picture. By of Coco. the way, Coco with a K. Coco. Oh, Coco. Coco. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was close. There you go. So we're going to have more of these challenges coming up. That's just the straight out truth. Yeah. We, Unless the internet or some higher power steps in and says you can't do this 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 and this over privacy it's just going to continue well there's some important things to remember here so the first thing is momo is not a demon right nope momo is not real nope and the third thing is if coco tells you to make your bed you damn make your better freaking sure bed. make your bed <laughs> bastards rob did you make your bed growing up and was coco there i 
did make my bed growing up. Do I now? No. Uh-oh. I did too. I feel like Coco might pay you a visit. Coco. Me and Coco are cool. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll see. Well, this story is going to keep unfolding, I think. Yeah. So, kids, don't don't kill yourself. No. Nope. Over. No. Please games. don't. No. Do the dishes. Yeah. Instead. Yeah. Do some homework. Just know what you're looking into, and if you have any questions, just ask somebody who's not a kid. <laughs> yeah, that's good advice, too. <laughs> because parents will be the first, or adults, I should say, will be the first to tell you that you're crazy. So, with that, just, just be smart and always question the answers. Always, always, always. How do you feel about that? Parababble out. Parababble, legon. Hashtag Coco is local.